Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products, a top-selling company on Amazon, designing great products for VR and AR, including the Asterian Aura VR stand. I am J-Rat. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. I am Natalie, a VR lover who also enjoys retro flat games. <laughs> Tonight we have a very special guest here, streamer, YouTuber, and just all-around great guy. Lemon Floss, can you tell our listeners a little about yourself? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I got into Pavlov, and that made me buy a lot of guns. So now I'm <laughs> trying to be... The new FPS Russia. Uh, nice, it's, nice. My, my wallet high. doesn't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. We went shooting not the long ago and ammo was so much. It was like, wow, we're not going to do much shooting today. Oh, it, it's rough. But um, yeah, I, I'm starting to get back into streaming. So nice. A lot nice. cheaper. I've seen that. It is shooting digital bullets is a lot cheaper than real life bullets. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, well, hey, I want to say thanks so much, Lemon, for coming on. We go way back, uh, Lemon and I. And if you're out there listening, you know our podcast. We're here to keep you up to date in the VR realm. We answer questions from our communities, followed by some of the latest, greatest VR news. And then we discuss the games we've played recently. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel, come on over and hang out with us. You can see us face-to-face now. We've been using face cams, which is pretty fun. And uh, our first question of the night comes from Play PSVR, of course. They asked, is Bobo VR looking into cranial screw technology? Play PSVR always come and ask with the most uh, intense and hard-hitting questions. Those of you out there who don't know who Bobo VR is, they make a, a great line of Quest 2 headstrap accessories. And so they're talking about, are they are they uh, putting going to start screwing VR headsets into our head? What do you think, Lemon? Is that a good idea? I know I wouldn't do it. I, I'm uh, not down for screwing the VR headset into my head. <laughs> You're not a sword art, sword art online kind of person? You're not going to live in it? Ah. Uh, it, it depends how much I'm paid for that. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> Didn't got, Elon got Musk offers. get in trouble for Neuralink stuff, killing yeah, that, or something? I think I heard something about that. It was in the news recently. Yeah, they, the monkeys weren't being treated super well with the Neuralink, which kind of makes all of us worried. Do we really want these devices strapped to our heads? Yeah, well, yeah. as far as we know, no one in the VR, well... No one, Bobo, no one at Bobo VR is looking into that or <laughs> thinking about that. But for those of you out there who are listening, you want a little preview. Bobo VR actually has another product coming out here in the next few weeks. So uh, we'll, of course, be talking about that. You can see some of that over on the JBrat channel. But I can't give too much away, so we'll just keep on moving. Uh, Crud Nation, I told everybody on the Discord, Lemon Floss was coming on. And they said, do you have any relation to Brental Floss? Have you heard of Brental Floss? Brental Floss, not at all. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> The uh the backstory to my name is I was like, what's two words that you never see together? And I'm like, lemon floss? And that's that's the whole story. It's not a deep backstory. <laughs> that's, no. that's unique though. I like it. You know, it's not two things that go together. Yeah, uh, my mom never forced me to floss and I don't have a fear of lemons, so it's not it's Yeah, it's she, just I thought random. <laughs> oh, that I feel like that story could get really dark. I thought you were going to say you had to floss <laughs> and then if you were bleeding all you'd have to bite a lemon or something because oh, then that meant you hadn't you hadn't Terrible. been flossing lately. We're going to come up with a whole backstory for oh you here gosh. apparently. <laughs> there needs uh, to be a like a wow, why can't I think of words? You know, the <laughs> a comic book. Oh my god. That's, yeah. There needs to be a comic book with this origin story. Yes, maybe now, if you got any art skills, you should do that. <laughs> I, I don't have art skills. I do a stick figure comic book. <laughs> I, I, I could it. probably get, get that one done. Nice, or a I, flip uh, book. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, for those Going of you out there who, who are like, what the heck is Brentel Floss? I had to Google them and look them up. But apparently uh, they're a musician and they make funny songs by adding lyrics to like video game music that doesn't have lyrics. So I watched one of their videos and it was about, it was Yoshi basically was singing the song about how it found this baby and it was going to eat it because that's what Yoshis do. But it had just eaten breakfast and this is Mario it's talking about. So it picks up Mario and it's like, oh, I took it over to my friend Yellow because I was going to let Yellow eat it instead of me. And it's this whole long thing oh about my the gosh. whole story of him like saving Mario that we think is cute is like he was just going to eat Mario all along. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Oh, I love Yoshi's I, Island too. So, oh no. Poor baby Mario. <laughs> yeah, I was reading about that as you were talking about it and I just started laughing because of what it was saying. And I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know who Brintle Floss is either. <laughs> I, I didn't either, but I might have to look at some more after this is all over. Uh, and then Shave Dog had a bunch of questions specifically about HTC's Viveverse, you know, like the metaverse, but HTC's version or whatever. But I thought, you know, there was so much going on. We'll have to discuss that fully in the news section because there's a lot there. So hopefully we'll have some time. And uh, yeah, we got we got to just got to jump into the news then. Let's just get to it. So before we do. We got to tell you about our sponsor for the podcast, Asterian Products. You know them already if you've been listening to the podcast. They make gorgeous Aura VR headset stands. And if you don't already have a proper throne for your VR headset, you need to go. Oh, Lemon Floss has got one. If you're on the YouTube, he's got one in the picture for us. You got to go on Amazon, use code FULLDIVE10 to get 10% off. I've got like three of them sitting on the desk. You can see the one over there. And then I've got two more out of frame over there. Great stands. They uh, also have really nice head headphone. Yeah, holders too. Yep. I, I love those. I'm gonna get the, one. The vertex. No Make sure you use code Full Dive Ten on Amazon when you do it. Lemon. Full get Dive Ten percent off. <laughs> Everybody better do that too. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we, we, we teased it already. We're talking about the Viverse. So basically, every company out there has their future vision of what this metaverse is going to be. That is this hot buzzword in business right now. So HTC kind of dropped a video of what they were thinking is coming down the pipeline. And in the video, it actually, something that's really interesting, the video starts off and you see a person with glasses on looking in through, through the glasses and seeing augmented reality. They're on a treadmill, but yet they're seeing their heart beating up there. They're seeing their calories and all this stuff on an over real world uh, overlay. They're seeing this, but then they walk into a room and they tap the glasses and then it turns into VR. They go into a full room where everything it's, they're immersed in another environment, basically, that is not the world they are in with the same glasses. And then it goes way into this beyond that. We'll we'll leave a link to the video in the show notes for everybody out there. But Nat, I know you got a chance to watch the video. What were your first impressions? My first impression was that it looked way cooler than Meta's metaverse ideas. <laughs> Which just looked like their crappy little avatars, like, walking around doing business, which didn't look very fun. And <laughs> I, I thought this looked way cooler. That really was my first thought. Like, this looks way better than Meta's take on this. And I really liked, too, that it in, they included in their concept going from AR to VR, because I think mm -hmm. that is the future, not... AR versus VR, but having yep. it incorporated together. So I, I thought that was just a more realistic vision of what it would be like and how it would, you know, transition from, you know, work stuff to having fun. They showed 
how it would be really social. I feel like it's like what Meta wants theirs yep. to be like, but they just lack. They don't know how to make things actually cool. Like <laughs> they they're like, oh, must get data and figure out how humans interact. And like <laughs> this one actually looked like things you would actually do. Like, oh, I'm gonna go look at some art with my grandma and go to a weird, not well organized looking. Uh, music concert with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Fortnite concert. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's what they want. You know, the Fortnite concerts have been pretty popular, so I guess it's a it's a model to follow. What do you think? Oh yeah. Uh, I think it looks uh, pretty cool as somebody that goes to the gym and uh, get on the exercise bike. That would be pretty cool. Just to put on like glasses and be able to see all that. That's uh, I feel like that would be a uh, really nice uh, thing, especially if they came up with some kind of an incentive about it, like make it a game, mm. kind of like a lot of uh, the exercising VR games. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know I had to have lost like two pounds playing Pistol Whip in <laughs> five minutes. Yes, Pistol Whip <laughs> is great. That's that's what we need though. We need. I don't know if you've ever looked at Supernatural. It's like a it's like a fitness oriented app, but it's kind of gamey. But it's kind of like Beat Saber in a way, and it yeah. does a really good job because like instead of having points and scoreboards, it's like okay, you you did this many points in exercise this week, and here's how your friends did, and then each week it resets. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we need yeah. a it's lot a really more nice things concept. like that. Yeah. Then, then people like me don't get super frustrated during it and be like, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's less rage quits because you're kind of all in it together <laughs> instead of like competing so you directly don't see your with each other. During it, which I think is very helpful. It's only after. <laughs> Once yeah. it's over. Because yeah, it's well, kind of like stepping on the scale every day. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you yeah, don't want to do that too much. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> Once no. a week is more than enough. Well, <laughs> Shave Dog had all kinds of questions about this. So first was, what the heck is that video? So I, I guess the best <laughs> answer is it. that is the that is a future concept of what Vive sees the metaverse being and their place in it. And he said, why would they go with the Vive? Well, th- I guess this was HTC's video. So, of course, they're going to make it like it's their thing. But why are we having so many verses? What do you think on that one? <sighs> Who are you asking? <laughs> Either one. <laughs> I'm throwing the question out there. Lemon, why don't you go first? It's the new kind of thing to do, like the metaverse, uh, mm-hmm. HTC verse. It's reviver, sorry. But yeah, I, I feel like it's the new thing. It, it, it seems pretty cool, though. I'm not going to lie. Like it's, <laughs> I, I feel like it's kind of VR chat on steroids. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's real things to do. It's not just standing and staring yeah. in the mirror. There's right. good games, and there's yeah. there's exercise programs, and there's wine tastings of all things, like real things to wine do. Wine tasting of wine that you already have, and then we'll buy. <laughs> maybe yeah. they send. Maybe you like you say, okay, I'm gonna pay twenty bucks to attend this virtual wine tasting, and they send you a kit that comes with you know a taster of six different wines. <laughs> so then you're at the virtual wine tasting. You taste each wine. And you say, oh, this has lemony notes, and I really like it. And oh, this one kind of tastes like flossing, and I really like it. <laughs> and then you press the button in the virtual tasting, and it spends your Bitcoin right then and there. You buy some wine, and then they send you the actual bottle. Oh, do you think man. people would do this? I feel I, um, like I would. Yeah, sounds. I, I feel cool. like I feel like a good idea is they ship you like six syringes. You just strap it to the top of your headset they're all filled with the wine that you're going to be injecting perfect not injecting but drinking it's all fed through a little hose into your mouth 
<laughs> and uh, I mean, you're going to look like you're participating in a saw game, but <laughs> you know, I would do it. I do it. <laughs> I try anything once, right? <laughs> it's like you hold the glass up to your mouth uh, and then the syringe just starts throwing the uh, wine starts down your spraying. throat. You better be ready. You better be ready for it when you hold the glass up. Yeah, well, you don't have. Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying you don't have the hose in your mouth and then it just sprays all over the headset and then you get fried <laughs> up, man. That's that's still trying. Yes. <laughs> well, Shave Talk brought up a good point in this that, you know, they got them talking about the metaverse. They got Vive talking about Viveverse and these different things. He's saying, shouldn't there just be one verse that any and all headsets can fully interact with? And I think that, yeah, in a perfect world that would happen. But I mean, let's look at iPhones right now and how exclusive they are and how they make it hard for anyone else to own. When you have competitive businesses controlling something this important, Mm -hmm. you're going to get them trying to segment it all and make exclusives and push things away. Do you, do do you think it's possible lemon to see a metaverse that accepts everyone with every piece of technology and we all just use it together? That's a good question because again, the iPhone kind of thing is, you know, one's better than the other. Uh, just, I, I hate to make another Fortnite reference, man, but remember when uh, <laughs> PUBG came out and Fortnite yep. came out and uh, Fortnite overthrew it. So I know, I, I don't know, but I, I suspect one of them is going to have more uh, more of a pull. And maybe at some point, once uh, once it gets popular enough on that platform, they might rename it and then make it uh, all device available or all device compatible, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they're definitely going to cash in. I wish it could have been something like the internet where it kind of came before all the headsets came out because it'd be nice if it could just be like, okay, here's a thing. And then, you know, all these players are going to come in, but all all the different headsets will work in it because the thing was already there. Mm -hmm. But with the way it is now... It, I feel like it's going to be like like having all the video game consoles or having all the streaming services. Like it's going to be all disjointed and like, oh, this headset has this cool thing that you can participate in, in, participate in. And this one has this cool thing. This one has wine tasting. But this one has cool business things or something. And so everyone's just going to have like have to have like five different headsets to explore all the cool things or be able to actually interact with all your friends and uh, that's just what i kind of see happening which i hope doesn't but feel like probably will it's gonna be all disjointed and annoying i also think it's kind of funny that all these companies just keep coming out with their like concept videos like i i get where shaved dogs coming from with this question of what what is this like how about make it and and then we see what it is instead of being like look at how cool this is gonna be in like 50 years like yeah i I don't see it being that seamless and easy anytime soon so yeah it's interesting coming soon in 2050 (laughs) yeah you don't know what it's gonna be i think you're touching on the real problem here and the fact is like when we talk about the metaverse some people say what it is supposed to be it's the next iteration of the internet but when the internet started, you know, it was this it was this new crazy idea that a lot of people didn't think would be anything, which is similar to where we are with the metaverse right now. But the problem is with the metaverse, you have all these big businesses trying to stake their claim on it yeah. before it's even created. Where just like the internet, the internet exists, but you have to have a gateway to access it, whether that's your computer, your phone, your tablet. You can't access the internet without a gateway. 
And the metaverse is going to be the same thing, whether it's AR glasses, VR glasses, or even your phone, you have to have a gateway to get there. But now that we have these big tech companies that see the future in these things, they want to lay claim to it instead of saying, oh, let's let's create this huge open platform like the Internet for all of us. And then let's each make our business in it. Mm-hmm. They're trying to jump on it and even renaming their company something that is almost trying to steal the whole thing before it starts. Yeah. It concerns me. <laughs> it that. concerns me not only about what will happen, but it also concerns me it'll just kill the movement. You yeah. know, that could happen. It could it could get postponed another 50 years because it's not what people want until it organically gets created. So we're early in all this. You know, we're going to see a lot of changes, but I'm in the same boat. I'm like, OK, I want to see this happen, but I want to see it. People create it. I don't want to see businesses create it. Mm-hmm. That, that's my worry. That was very well get said. Get rid of money. <laughs> And then we can create the metaverse together. (laughs) Money is always the real problem. We always end up back at this conversation. (laughs) Well, speaking of the wildness and immersiveness of all this VR, if you're out there and you don't know what Sword Art Online is, that's kind of hard to imagine with how big it is. But Sword Art Online is, you know, there's a novel, there's a show, there's all these different things. But basically, these people go into this VR game and then they kind of get stuck there and they have to beat the game to escape or they die in real life. You die in VR, you die in real life. Lemon, <laughs> do you follow Sword Art Online at all? Do you know much about it? My girlfriend talks about it. I'll be honest with you. I've uh, been planning to sit down one day and watch it, uh, but I, I do know the uh, concept of it kind of. <laughs> kind of. Well, kinda. you know what you have to do now that your girlfriend is really into it? You have What's to up? take her to a a global exhibition that's going on from Sword Art Online, where you can go visit this. It's similar to like, you know, the Comic-Cons and things we see around the world, but they're having this virtually right now until March 10th. You can go in VR, you can go on a PC, you can go on your smartphone, you can check out the official merchandise, the booths, you can buy real tickets to this virtual event. We're kind of still touching on metaverse stuff. And you can even buy physical items while you're there that will get shipped to you if you're in certain countries, including the US. Oh, that is 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 cool. Ready yeah. Player One-esque. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And there's even, uh, there's like a free event in the VR space where you can try to defeat the Skull Reaper. I don't know much about the show, so I'm just kind of yeah. telling you what I see here about it. <laughs> but it sounds like you got to you gotta suit up and you got to go check this out. I definitely have to. <laughs> <laughs> Nat, what like, do you think? Uh, should, we, should we check this out too? Maybe we should definitely. all go together. <gasps> Let's oh, do yeah. it. That sounds awesome. Lemon says he's got the next couple days off work. I'm (laughs) I'm interested because I don't know if you've attended anything like this before. I've seen a couple things in VR chat when they do the big yearly, I don't remember what they're called, but it's like a big trade show in VR chat. And it's kind of cool. Some of it's cool. You know, nothing works really super well. I drove an Audi in VR chat and it drove horribly. (laughs) If if that was a real life experience of what driving an Audi is like, I will never own an Audi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, man. Yeah, that might not be the most amazing thing. But hey, if you're out there and you like Sword Art Online, go check this out. It's going till March 10th. You can go with or without a VR headset and and see all kinds of cool Sword Art Online things, which I can't really talk about because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but but with that, we got to get to some games. We got to talk about games because that's what we're here for. We got to tell you one more time real quick. Asterian Products, they make high quality universal VR headset stands, headphone stands. They got RGB lighting. And if you want to go on AsterianProducts.com, go to their direct website. You can use code FULLDIVE for $5 off any order of $19.99 or more. And Lemon, I finally tried Zenith. Have you heard about Zenith? I have not heard about it. 
but uh, it looks pretty. Well, actually, I have heard about it because I know it looks pretty cool. Well, <laughs> I, I haven't had a chance to really look into it, but I do like the graphics. Yeah, it's very pretty. So Zenith was promised to potentially be the MMO we've all been waiting for in VR. Oh, yeah? Massive multiplayer online game, RPG style. You pick your class, you build up your levels, you have all these side quests and missions. You go on, you find other people, and you team up in guilds, and you go do these missions together. And Zenith, it's 30 bucks, and it's out. It's on PSVR, it's on Quest, it's on everything. And I finally got to go in and check it out. I played it once all alone, and then once with kind of a tour guide helping me around. And I'm not a big MMO player. I'm not really into grindy games. But I got to say, this game, like, for some reason, when I would level up, it was so, like, it, it was satisfying. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to keep going. I had to be careful because I was just going to get dragged into this game forever. <laughs> it's out now. And it's... uh. It's very it's it needs it needs more updates, you know. It's it's fresh. It feels a little unpolished, but it's cool. You get in and you're either a swordsman or a mage and there's it's way deeper than that, I know, but that's like your two main classes. And there's all these different lands and I'm the worst person in the world to explain an MMO to anybody cuz I don't really know what these things are like. But I will say if you're out there and you've been curious about Zenith and you are into MMOs, other people have said like it is a good MMO but it is very grindy. So, Lemon, do you play MMOs? Do you have any experience you can help enlighten me? What should I have expected? I don't play a lot of MMOs. Mm -hmm. I think uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've been stuck with Back for Blood. That's that's one in Far Cry Six. That's the other <laughs> one I've been stuck on. And then uh, Pavlov, of course, man. I, I love that game. That's that's but, um, a top VR game right there. I oh, I definitely yeah. think Zenith. It's new. It's fresh. If you're out there and you're interested, I would say check it out now, especially while it's still busy. But they're planning on having a full roadmap with this with lots more coming. So it should stay popular. But of course, when it first starts, it's also the time where you get it and you're not going to be the only level zero starting out. Uh, it's the mechanics work well when you're when you're casting your spells and you're attacking, you're fighting enemies, you're collecting items to then complete your quest. The game works well. So I'm not a great person to give you a lot of thoughts here, but I will say from what I've learned so far, if you if you like MMOs and you like what you've seen with Zenith, I would say it's worth pulling the trigger and checking out now. And uh, who knows, if you're out there and you're on the Discord and you want to, I might get back in and join you. I've only played it like three times so far, but I'm, I'm itching to play some more. So we'll have to play some more Zenith. Uh, Nat, you didn't get a chance to get into Zenith, did you? No, I was getting... I tried to, but then you had to sign up and stuff, and I was like, eh. So that was the first I got. It did not make it in price of admission. <laughs> well, Lemon, you were telling me you played a VR game a while back, uh, SCP Lab Rats. Like a, it's like a recreation of SCP, but in VR. Can you kind of tell our listeners what is SCP if they don't know, and what did you think of it? Um, so SPC Lab Rat, uh, I listen to a lot of the SPC stories, you know, on YouTube. Somebody reads you uh, something or they make cartoons. Well, a long time I've been thinking, hey, this would make a pretty good game. And they made one. SPC Lab Rat is uh, it's a VR game, of course. It's <laughs> very, it, it's not very smooth. Uh, so when I first played it, the controls were pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to play it again before this just to kind of freshen up. And uh for some reason, I kept trying to walk backwards without moving my joystick, so I had to sprint forwards to go anywhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. It, it 
it was fun because it made me walk a little slower around the corners and stuff. And uh, when this giant skinless dog thing started chasing me, I couldn't run except for backwards. So I had to stare it in the face. And, uh, but any, any game that can make me cry, well, not cry, but, you know, feel the fear of a god slapping me across the face. I, I give it a good rating. Mm. Uh, it, the only downside was the movement, but everything else, I mean, it's it's free. That's one of the best points. Nice. Uh, but, you know, it's just that control. Maybe once they fix that up, uh, or maybe it's just a problem on my end, but they don't even have uh, in the settings where to adjust your controls, where a lot of VR games have that. Well, and it's so, free. It's early access. Uh, yeah. So maybe some of those things are going to be hashed out. Go ahead, Nat. Can you tell us more about the concept are you a lab rat are there lab rats there (laughs) what are the scary things that are coming after you um are you guys familiar with spc spc terribly i've played a little bit of them but i don't think nat ever has yeah uh so i i'm trying to think about the lore so i I think it's like people that have done crimes or you know get locked up and all that stuff uh those kind of people are the lab rats and you're running around in a jumpsuit so I think that's why it's got the name SPC Lab Rat, because you're just one of those people that did something dookie. And, you know, now you got this giant statue following you. And when you turn away from it, it snaps your neck immediately. So, <laughs> <laughs> And there's a it's, bunch it's a, of you. It's like it's a massive kind of multiplayer game. And oh, yeah. you're all trying to escape basically this prison. But there's all these monsters everywhere and you have to try to figure out how to deal with them or avoid them and escape yeah. together or against each other yeah it's it's kind of fun with other people i'm not gonna <laughs> lie but again I, I couldn't keep up uh so since the other people in the multiplayer lobby were able to walk fairly i'm i don't know it might be my end that's messing up but then i went to support and they there was other people that had the problem and uh i use oculus rift s uh-huh. And some people were using the Quest, just plugging it into their PC, playing it like that. And they said no problems at all. So it, it's a lot of fun multiplayer, um, but uh, I, I can't have my mic on when I do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're screaming or because you're cussing? Oh, yeah. Oh, because I'm screaming. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> Both. Well, yeah, it's free. It's in early access. If you haven't checked it out, especially if you're into any of that sort of uh, any of the any of the previous games or anything, you gotta check it out in VR. I'm sure it's a whole lot more scary. Uh, we yeah. you've been in VR for several years now. We played Cradle of Sins. That must have been three years ago now. Lemon, do you still find that a lot of people you meet have fears or animosity about getting into VR? You can't get them to try it or to play with you. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, my uh, my dad was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got him into it was DC DCS Digital Combat Simulator. Yep. Um, because he always wanted to be a pilot. You know, I'm going to school for my pilot's license right now, and I was like, oh, you know, uh, let me strap you in on this, and it, it's just like flying. So <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I, I put it on him, he was a little hesitant. And then uh-huh. the whole time he's just like, wow. So it's, yeah, I've ran into quite a few people that are like, oh, I don't, I don't like the way that makes me feel kind of having my, uh, uh, what is the good word for that? Like taste, smell, your senses. Your senses. Kinda, yeah. You don't want your senses. Them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're I'm surrendering not the only control. one that can't think of words. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's kind of late. It's a Sunday. You know, we're all in weekend mode still. But yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, Lemon actually sent me this video. Uh, if you haven't seen out there, I don't have a link to it. Maybe I'll get one in the show notes before the show goes up. But basically, there's this guy playing on his PSVR. And he has a, there's a camera in the room. It's like an infrared camera that's, you know, probably just one of those cameras you have in your house to like survey it if you're not home. But it sees a shape show up out in the distance. Kind of looks like the kid from The Grudge. And the shape moves closer to him. It's like it's watching him play VR for a while. Mm -hmm. And then it disappears. Mm -mm. And this video, I'm not going to lie, it kind of freaked me out. And it made (laughs) me think, what is is going on in your space when you're not watching? There's another joke video that goes around where guys in VR and people are robbing his house while he's in VR. Always have a buddy. When yeah, you're in VR. <laughs> you need to have that VR. Part. But yeah, there's a there's a degree of fear. You're letting this technology overtake your senses. It's pulling you out of the real world. You can't see what's going on around you. And you're having to put a lot of trust in, oh, everything's still fine in my world. My house isn't on fire. What do yeah. we do? What do we do, Lemon, if you got someone who's like that? And they just will not surrender control. Do we just give up on getting them to enjoy VR? You got to strap them down and put the headset on. <laughs> Sword Art Online. (laughs) That's where the uh, drilling the headset onto your uh, head comes into play. I feel like we're really coming Um, full circle here. (laughs) Keep going. going. (laughs) Uh, You probably have felt it too, where you're uh, just kind of playing a game. And then out of nowhere, you just feel this uh, unsettling feeling like, oh, I wonder what's going on outside of my headset. Kind of like where you feel like somebody's watching you or something like that. You ever feel that? occasionally only if I hear a sound or something, I get so immersed in VR. I'd be one of those people that would totally get robbed and never know what happened. <laughs> My whole house would be just de- destroyed around me. There'd be an earthquake and I would just pull the heads and I'll be like, what happened? <laughs> I, <laughs> I usually feel okay. Cause usually when we're doing VR stuff, we're like doing it together. One of us is like in the house somewhere mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I, I think we set things up to where, okay, everything is secure before we get in and we our living room is also in an upstairs so it feels like kind of safe it's like if anyone you know they'll have to get upstairs first and hopefully one of the cats will freak out or something (laughs) also i think having cats that helps me not freak out because i'm like oh it's just the cat if i hear something which maybe is bad but (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i think some of these fears of people are still justified though because i ask myself yeah. if i lived alone in the woods uh would i be so willing to strap a headset on for hours at a time and block out the whole outside world and i don't know that i would be yeah. i feel like that even thinking about that situation gives me some anxiety like i it's it's different when i'm here in my studio and i know that nat's upstairs doing something and you know i i don't have that same fear what are you alone ever when you play VR, Lemon? Does it get freaky? It does. Um, there was a one time I was playing Exorcist Legion. Ooh. I think it's it might be an old video on my YouTube. But uh, uh, my girlfriend had just went to sleep, and little did I know she had woke up. So I'm playing the game right when uh you open the door and there's that pig pig's head inside the <laughs> priest box, <laughs> and then I feel a hand touch me, and I'm like, <laughs> so I I rip the headset off and i throw it it's just standing right there i'm like oh my god i'm like oh no <laughs> that would be so freaky it was uh it, it was terrifying and um yeah at my old house uh when i lived alone um doing a lot of the cradle of the sins videos and getting those games set up mm-hmm. um 
that headset was on me for like two hours to three hours at a time and a lot of times during the day. I think uh, another scary moment was when I was playing the forest VR. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That man. Doing that. <laughs> I was uh, setting up that little log house and uh, first time meeting one of the cannibals and I, I let out a pretty good screech. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the forest VR. That is a great game for that, though. But yeah, it that's is. the thing. If I lived in the forest, and I don't think I'd ever play that game, I have yeah, a degree of no. safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a fear of forests, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I do at, at nighttime, definitely. During the day, I, I don't feel like I'm to her, but nighttime, no way. I'm not yeah. going in the woods. <laughs> too creepy, too dark. <laughs> day and night for me. I'm, nope. <laughs> I go on hikes and stuff, but like the, uh, the feeling of being in the open woods... Mm-hmm. So if you put me in a house in the woods and say, hey, put on this VR headset, nah, it's no. a no-go. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what do you think out there, all of you listening? Is this is this something that you've run into with people? Let Come join the Discord and let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. And also, while you're there, you can ask us questions for the Q&A. You can provide games you want us to play and kind of influence the direction of the podcast. Lemon... It's been awesome having you again. You're getting back into streaming. You got your gun channel going up. People are going to hear yeah. this and they're going to go, where do I find Lemon? Tell our listeners, where do they find you? What What do they do to look for you? This is your time. Talk about yourself for a bit. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> uh, so um, TikTok, I'm kind of shaky on TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see how long I can go before I get banned. Uh, <laughs> I, I just got banned today, but they reinstated my TikTok. So TikTok, it's <laughs> Lemon Floss 2.4. Uh, nice. YouTube, it's Lemon Floss 2.4. I'm I am thinking about separating the channel. Gotcha. So uh, that's a good good thing you asked that because yeah, that's something I'm looking at. So uh, if anything like that happens, it will be mentioned on my main channel, which is Lemon Floss 2.4, and nice. uh, Instagram, all that all that good stuff. Just Lemon Floss 2.4. Just search Lemon Floss 2.4 and you're going to find them somewhere. And uh, that's I'll all see, it is. I'll see if I can get some links in uh, the descriptions and show notes too, so you can go check them out and tell them hi. And of course, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, consider checking us out on YouTube so you can see us in person here. But if you're watching us on YouTube and you're like, oh, I need more podcasts on the go, we're on every audio platform that I know of. So if there's one out there that you know of and there isn't, let us know. We'll try and get on there. But we want to say thank you again to Lemon Floss. It's been a pleasure catching up and chatting with you. Thank you, buddy. Oh, no problem, man. It, it was very nice being on here with you guys. Really enjoyed this. <laughs> hey, and if you're out there and you're going to do VR, there's only one way to do it. You have to. Dive on in. Dive on in. Dive on in. in. <laughs> <laughs>